Okay, we're back. Uh, this is take two of part two. Jesus, good thing you're paying attention. I'm going to start reading last week's script again. Oh my god. So, anyways, it's uh, part two of Robert Hansen, the butcher baker of Alaska. Uh, I'm Linnea. I guess I didn't introduce myself last time, did I? I just assume everybody knows who I am by everybody now. Everybody just knows who you are. I'm the weird one. Um, She's the weird neighbor. So are you. <laughs> Not false. <laughs> Not false either, yeah. I still remember the time Justin was like, there's a naked kid. I was thinking about that when you guys were talking about Lori's kids running around yeah. naked. I'm like, yeah, Justin caught Owen pooping in the backyard. Yeah, he popped a squat in the backyard and was shitting like a dog. <laughs> it was great. And Justin's like, comes in the house and he's like, these neighbors are going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I think he did use the word redneck a redneck. little bit, yeah. <laughs> but that's fine. That was an a- that was an accurate assumption. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, I'm Stephanie again. Stephanie's back, back again. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I tried starting the episode without hitting record or, or unmuting the mic, I should say. So that would have been funny. But Stephanie caught it, so we just redid it. So Somebody's got to be on the ball. Somebody's got to be sober. So we left off at part one. What was what was the last thing? The last thing was um, that he had... A year off. Yeah, he had just had a year... There was a year between murders. So, yeah, the last one was in... He took a nice sabbatical leave. That's such a nice way of putting it. Consider he was such a dick. He was a terrible person. Well, he was horrible. He's like the worst. Well, there's worse, but I mean, it's not like he murdered children, but I don't know. It's still fucked up. still babies. Like, they're all young women under the age of 23, I believe. Yeah, I think the oldest was like 25. Yeah, they're all babies. Yeah, but he he had killed Joanna... Um, and I think he got time. Not yet. Okay. Oh yeah, they didn't find her body until after a black bear had already yeah. started to feed on it. And then he had a year. Yeah, and three months. Oh no, sorry. Three months later, a woman named Lisa was his next victim. Okay. Now we're sort of up to speed. So hopefully, if you're just catching, starting listening to the podcast now, go back an episode and listen to that one first. Otherwise, well, I mean, you could actually listen to this from this point on, and it's still a basically good he's a charismatic guy who did a lot of stuff and got away with it so far. A pillar of the community who gets away with fucking everything until one day. It was the cookies. The cookies. The bakery. Maybe he put drugs in the cookies to win and everybody's favor over. I think so. Like, well, I mean, how else do you get people to make alibis for you without even being asked? It's like the Coke and Coca Cola. They're bringing that back, dude. <laughs> Didn't know that. They are. They announced it on shit. Justin showed me. But how? Um, because certain states are making um, it legal to have certain amounts of that stuff. Again, like BC's doing it here in Canada. Just a little bit of coke. Yeah, like BC's pretty much uh, making everything okay up to a certain amount, right? Um, but even things like meth, like crystal meth. Yeah, I think they're just trying to decriminalize 
subjects because yeah, that's the, way to, the word. I think that it's just the way to make it so it's not such a pandemic in well people in filling up jail with people who actually addicts. need help. Yeah, not just prison time. <clears throat> but yeah, so they're bringing it back. Coke is it's gonna have a blue label. Like it's it's actually pretty blue, almost kind of like it's on my headphones over there. Yeah. Think so, sort of. I'll have to look that up because I had no idea. Yeah, I could. It's in a certain state. I don't drink pop really. No, you don't, do you? I never have. I, Except I'm... for when I was pregnant with Owen. You craved it. I, Coke. I, I every day at McDonald's <laughs> they had the one dollar drink days. Well, and you, McDonald's Coke is different. But that's probably why he is the way he is. Maybe. Because he's a well, he's not crazy. He's more agitated. Yeah. But anyway. How old is he again? He's 11 now. Yeah, that's about right. So. Okay. Down to business. Down to business. We're done our sabbatical leave. Yeah, and we are back. So, September 12th, 1982. So, not long before I was born. Um, another victim was found. Uh, hunters found her on the banks of a river near Anchorage. And her name was Sherry Morrow. She was a dancer. She had been reported missing the year before. She had been shot in the back three times. Uh, there were also three spent 223 Ruger hunting rifle cartridges found basically where her body was. Um, her body had been discovered fully clothed, but there was no bullet holes in the clothing. Oh. So he redressed her. Yeah, he redressed her. She, he, she'd been naked when he shot her. So, yeah. um, and I don't know if I want to talk about how he killed them yet. Cause I think I kind of talk about it later in this okay. thing. So I'll mention more about why, but I mean, you can only imagine, think about it. He loves hunting. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Figure it out. Um, so yeah, the police, um, were thinking that the body had been redressed after she had been killed, but before she had been buried on the bank of the river. It was noted that she had mentioned to a friend that she had been offered $300 for nude photo shoot before she went missing. Um, she was picked up by Robert and driven out to what is described as a lean-to in the wilderness while blindfolded. Robert stated that he had blindfolded the girl because he didn't plan on killing her and didn't want her to be able to remember how to get to the location as he planned to use it again. Yeah. Gross. That is gross. Ugh. Ugh, scum. Gross. Um, <laughs> while driving to the location, Robert got his vehicle stuck in the snow. While he was trying to get the vehicle unstuck, Sherry made a break for it. But being blindfolded and handcuffed, she didn't make it very far. He watched her running around screaming for a bit, like in circles, you yeah, know, tripping on herself and whatever. Yeah, before just shooting her in the back. Uh, he ca- She had had um, a very distinct looking uh, arrowhead necklace, and he kept that as a trophy. Hmm. So, yeah, he kept trophies from all his women most, that he killed. Most of them do, I guess? Well, a, f- a fair amount. The ones that don't, uh, I don't think it's about remembering so much what they've done. Like, the reason why you keep trophies is to remember that moment. If, if when that's when it's like a power thing mm-hmm. and it's i think isn't it when they feel remorse is when they 
keep the trophies? Maybe. I don't I don't know. I think it depends on the person. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure on that one. I have to read into that more. Um, 1983 was the first year anyone looked towards him as a possible suspect. Uh, June 13th, 1983, Cindy Paulson managed to escape from Robert. She's kind of basically his only main survivor. Like, there was that other girl. Yeah. But this is the one that... This is the big one. This is the one that brought it down. Yeah. Um, and this is also... She's the main, one of the main characters in that movie we were talking about, The Frozen Ground. Yeah. Um, so, yeah... Uh, she managed to escape while he was trying to load her into his bush plane. Oh, yeah. He's a pilot, by the way. Yeah, he's an airplane. Yeah. It's nifty. Well, I, I guess he had a cabin out in the middle of nowhere that can only be access- accessible by boat or plane. Yeah. So, naturally, you get a plane and go avid hunter, right? But not many people knew about the cabin. Yeah. That's very true. I don't even know if his wife knew. Yeah, I don't know. Initially, Robert had offered Cindy $200 for a blowjob, but pulled a gun on her as soon as she got into his car. He then drove her to his house. He raped, tortured, and beat her uh, repeatedly. Uh, He also chained her by the neck to a post in his basement. So this is in his house in town. Like, this is his home. Where his family is? Yes. Wow. That's crazy. It's gross. Yeah, that <laughs> traumatizing. Like, how did she not know? Because this, she wasn't the first girl to be there. No. He brought others home. Like it wasn't just Cindy. Yeah, I don't know how you wouldn't know. Like you'd, like I don't know. You you hear a lot about how they just didn't want to think like that and mm-hmm. just kind of. Who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, he then took a nap. He was tired. He's tired from all his hard work. Yeah, when he woke up, he loaded her back into his car and took her to the airport where he kept his plane. He told her he was going to take her to his cabin that was only accessible by bush plane or boat. He also told her he would have her home by 11 o'clock the next morning, like the next day. Hmm. So, he didn't plan on killing her or that was just his ruse for making yeah, it, it easier like who knows maybe he, maybe who knows maybe he intended to not kill these women but i highly fucking doubt it i highly doubt it it was a game that's just me trying to be optimistic about people i should really op- not not about him <laughs> no don't be optimistic about serial killers <laughs> they are not going to change no nope. no nope. <laughs> Hence the fact they keep repeating their shit. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so he said he'd bring her home the next morning. She didn't believe him. Good for her. Right? <laughs> Might be the only reason why she's still alive. Uh, while Robert was landing the plane, or loading the plane, oh my god, sorry, loading the plane, uh, she crawled out of the car and ran to nearby 6th Avenue. She purposely left her shoes in his car because she wanted to leave behind evidence that hmm. she had been there. Smart. Robert chased after her, 
Uh, but she made it to the street before he could. And also, I didn't write this down, but also there was a security guard in the airport that saw him running. Oh. And you could see that looked suspicious, so Robert slowed down and then just turned around and walked back to his plane. To me, that would look more suspicious than more somebody suspicious. running across the whole place. Like, I'd be like, oh, dude's got a shit. Or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, he's on a mission. Yeah. Which he was, but then he got weird about it. Um, so yeah, so Robert chased after her. She made it to the street before he could. He went back to the plane. Uh, there was a truck driver that picked up Cindy on the, on the road and took her to the mush inn where she ran inside and she asked the front desk clerk to call her boyfriend, her pimp. Her pimp, yeah. Yeah. Um, who, <laughs> surprisingly enough, in the movie is played by, I believe it's 50 Cent. Yeah, it's 50 Cent. <laughs> I, it looks weird, though, because he he's got he has, the weird, long, bl- <laughs> like, slicked-back so hair. It's terrible. It, it looks so horrible. It's, like, almost like those really bad pimp costumes you get at Halloween. Well, I mean, it was the late, early, early 80s, right? Yeah, very early 80s, yeah. But so yeah, bad. It, 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 so I bad. was like, that's 50 Cent. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. Oh, boy. He played a good pimp, though. Like, he played the role well, I think. I think he's played a pimp a few times. Well, he's acted a few times, hasn't he? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, so, I mean, other than music videos, but, yeah. So, yeah, police arrived at the Mush Inn, but were told... Oh, yeah, okay, so she asked the front desk clerk to phone her pimp, and the truck driver left because she wasn't coming back out, but he did go notify the police because he's like, this is weird. Because this girl is no shoes... She's handcuffed still and crying, so I'm assuming her makeup's all jacked up. So he notified the police. So police arrived at the mush inn, but were told by the front desk clerk that she had left and gone to the Big Timber Motel where her boyfriend was staying. Uh, Police then went to the Big Timber Motel and to the room she had gone to and discovered that she was still there, still handcuffed. Um... And the reason why, she, I guess, she was there, and she was there alone. Um, I guess he, um, her her pimp, had been there, and he had left to go try and find this guy and kill him. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he damaged my merchandise. Yeah. Great. I don't want to do that. No. So, um, he, yeah, so he wasn't there, but she was, and she was hysterical. Um, she was taken down to the police station. She described Robert Hansen as her attacker. Like, she just, she gave a good description of him. Um, she also described, like, his car, his plane, his house. Yeah. Like, everything she to She did everything you would hope a victim can do. That's true. Like, leave evidence behind. And Detail, also details and rep- everything. Yeah. yeah. And... No, she did really good. So police brought in Robert and questioned him, but of course he denies everything, saying she was trying to get him back for not giving in to her extortion demands. Uh, after all, according to him, she was just just a sex worker. So just why would you believe she's her? She's not human. She's just a sex worker. Yeah, fuck that. Pretty sure she had hopes and dreams. Uh, he even let the cops search his house. He had hid all the evidence as soon as Cindy had escaped. So he ran back to his car, obviously, went home, started hiding the evidence. He even um, 
went as far as to mud like take out the eyelet that he had the chain around her neck tied to on that in the basement um and mud it over so you couldn't see that there was a hole anymore that's smart like he he was fast yeah um yeah police did notice everything else was how cindy had described it perfectly though so that was something that kind of they made them go hmm that seems a little sketchy but not enough yeah uh cindy even described the plane and car and the police just didn't believe that such an upstanding citizen as no one thought he could do anything bad like this um they didn't think he could commit these acts so they stopped investigating and he already had an assault like oh yeah charge like he already had a record so with that the reason why it didn't come up was because they were in the process of transferring his files and they didn't, yeah. It got missed. Yeah. So that's that part of it. So I really, that's what I forgot to do. I was going to find the detective's last name. I can Google while you read. Okay, cool. His first name's Glenn, so at least I have that down. But so on, later on, Detective Glenn, I think it's like Floof or something or Pluth or something like that, um, of Alaska State Troopers took on the case. Uh, he had been part of a team already investigating the discoveries of four murdered women in the area around Anchorage. It's Detective Glenn Floff. Floff? Okay. That was close. I said floof. Not quite the same. Floof. Floff. I'm floofy. I'm pretty... No, he probably got <laughs> bugged as a kid, hey? Probably. But oh. he became an Alaskan state trooper, so... And he helped nail this guy. Yeah. September 1983, uh, Paula Golding's body was found in an area only accessible by boat or plane. There, they also found the two 23 shell casings um, with that body as well, and they matched the casings they found at the other location. Yeah. Um, Detective Glenn then started to connect missing sex workers to the already discovered women. So at that point, he's at also getting them to look for other missing women that kind of match the descriptions yeah. of these women to see how bad. Because it's obviously been. it wasn't just a couple times. Yeah, and they're all killed the same way, so either it's a few guys doing something similar, yeah, or it's the same dude. Craig Baker, um, he was part of just like the police force there. He believed in what Glenn was doing so he joined in teamed up with him on the investigation um, in order to get a search warrant Glenn contacted the FBI to help him create a psych profile of their killer um, so FBI agent Hazelwood uh, came up with the following profile he figured that the killer would be an experienced hunter that he would have low self-esteem History of being rejected by women. He would keep trophies of his murders. And that he would also have a stutter. That's pretty close. That's that's him. That's Robert. That's him. To a T. This described Robert Hansen to a T. Oh, look at me. <laughs> Predicting the future. Uh, police discovered tire evidence from the body recovery scenes matched those of the tires on Hansen's plane. Huh. Yeah. That would be enough to get a search warrant. They discovered hidden jewelry that matched 
that of missing and murdered women as well in that search. They also discovered hunting rifles in the attic. There was hidden, it was like a little built-in nook that he had made. Oh, okay. And he hid the guns in there. Like, there was more he was than a one crafty gun. person. He was know? smart. Made like, good bread, good at hunting, good at I love, hiding evidence. I love fresh bread. bread. Right? That's why I liked working across from a bakery when I worked at Petland. As a stock manager, I'd open up the back bay door and all I'd smell is like fresh baked bread or cookies. That'd be amazing. So good. Um, hey. So yeah, they found that. Um, the guns did match the caliber of the shells at the scenes of the murdered women. Also found in his bedroom behind his headboard um, was an a- yeah aviation map. Like, yeah, the bed he shares with his wife. That's, that's disgusting. He, there's an aviation map with little X's marked on it. When investigated further, the four locations of the murdered women they had found so far match four of the X's on the map exactly. There was a total of 24 X's on the map. Wow. Yep. And it took this long. Yep. Thank goodness for... <laughs> for, you know, believing... Uh, Cindy? Yeah, Cindy? thank goodness for Cindy. Like, I mean, if if it hadn't been for her surviving... Who knows how many more they would have been. He might... He, he might never got caught. He wasn't really on the radar, was he? Until Cindy... Until Cindy. Like, Yeah. So the police, uh, <coughs> sorry, <laughs> that hit different. <laughs> <coughs> Lord. Oh, okay. I'm alive. <laughs> the police then arrested Hanson on various charges, including assault, kidnapping, uh, and wi- weapons charges, amongst a few others. Oh, I forgot murder. Or did they do murder yet? I don't remember. Anyways, only after being confronted with all of the evidence. So literally, they would take one piece of evidence. They'd be like, what do you know about this? And he'd be like, I don't know. That's not mine. And continue, continue, continue with each piece. But when they finally went, hey, buddy. And showed him all of the evidence. They're like, you got your map. Here's everything. He's like, oh, my bad. (laughs) I forgot about that. I did that. But... This is the kicker. He put all the blame on the women, saying he never would have killed them if they had just stayed calm. If they didn't run. Yeah. If they had just been good girls and did as he said. Oh. And stayed calm. He wouldn't have done it. He wouldn't have killed them. So is it kind of like an inside inner prey drive? I think so. Because I guess you could compare, could compare it to, like, let's say a greyhound dog that chases a rabbit around the track because yeah. it's got a high prey drive. Yeah. That's what it is. And it, and I think even if they did just lay there or whatever, I think he would have made them see, like, he, he would have done something to them for them to react. Maybe and he, so it would have been, like, then he could flip that switch in his head. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was in control the whole time. The whole time. He also stated he had been doing it since 1971. He said he raped 30 women and murdered over 20 others. He would kidnap, rape, torture them until they had no fight left. Then he would fly them out to this area in the wilderness, release them, and then hunt them down like animals. The really disturbing part 
is sometimes tracking them for days before finally killing them. That's disgusting. Could you imagine? Going through that and then being chased in the middle of fucking nowhere. Uh Probably naked. For days. For days. Being hunted like an animal. Even for a minute would be way too long. Mm Mm-hmm. Sorry, I blew that in your face. Sorry, um, yeah, like, for days. I just... What a monster. That's disgusting. In 1984, Robert pleaded, uh, pleaded guilty to the murders he was being charged with. I think they only charged him for the four bodies they could find. Um, as part of the deal, though, he had to lead police to all of the dump sites. So instead of getting in charge with all the murders, he, he was only in charge with the four. They just wanted to find the bodies. Yeah, they just wanted closures for these families. Um, he took them to 17 of the locations. Wasn't there 24 exes? Yes. But they had already known four. Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> he probably had a scratch or itch. Scratch and itch. Um, yeah, so that means there would have been like, what, seven... That he didn't take them to. Seven potential targets. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was sentenced to 461 years in prison with no chance of parole. Like, I mean, he'd be in there until he died anyways. Well, no, I would have, because they found four. He showed them 17. So they, there would oh, be yeah. three unfound. Three unfound. Yes, you're right. I can't math. That's okay. At least one of us can. Um, he eventually died in prison on August 21st, 2014, at the age of 75. He lived too long. Yep. <laughs> I love that. That's a good way of putting that, because, yeah, he fucking did. Um, his wife and children moved away from Alaska after she filed for divorce. Yeah, I tried to, um, to see if, like, his kids or his second wife, like, talked about it all but they didn't talk she moved to russia and the kids moved to the midwest oh yeah i don't think i'd want to talk about that too much either no but there is a lot of serial killers daughters like kids well btk yeah right he was married and had kids while he yeah killed everyone yeah and he was he was probably pretty much just as sick as oh for sure he they're just all, didn't he just didn't hunt them for days like they're the all way. they're all fucked up in their own ways yeah Ugh. it's disgusting it's gross and both people like wasn't BTK like he wasn't looked at as a bad person no like a lot of people said that just seeing like whatever he was a great like neighbor. he was decent like it wasn't he didn't give those yeah they didn't get those vibes from him and I mean that's that's the true. A lot of these, like, serial killers and stuff, they have narcissistic, narcissistic tendencies. Yeah, And sure. narcissists are really good at masking the fact that they're shitty-ass people, except to the focus of their attention. So right? basically, you just gotta make sure you're around people who um, are obviously, very openly, shitty people. Yeah, I'd rather and be around people who are openly shitty than people who are, like, shady. Too nice. Shady. Too nice. Shitty. You wouldn't even know that they're shady. Like, too yeah. nice. Right? I'm always suspicious of people who are too nice because either A, there's something they're not letting on, or B, they're on really good drugs and they're not sharing with you. I have a few clients like that. <laughs> <laughs> they're 
they're just really like overly nice people and like seems genuine but it's just just like where do you find all that like how yeah i don't know people who are too bubbly and too happy are just kind of they weird me out yeah it's like where do you get the energy for one exactly and for two why how like i just i don't get it I'm not that bubbly, cheery person that often. Like, I mean, I can be. They fart rainbows. They fart rainbows. Fuck. Could you imagine if we actually farted rainbows? Like, if you could not hide a fart, like, (laughs) something. Oh, my God. That'd be awesome. That would be hilarious. That would be fucking awesome. (laughs) Bunch of leprechauns running around finding the rainbows. And the gold. Okay, hear me out. (laughs) You fart, a leprechaun shows up, you trap him, you get the gold. Every time you fart. That'd be cool. This is a weird episode. This <laughs> went sideways. I bet you everybody could be like, yeah, my husband, my boyfriend would be one rich person. <laughs> so would we. Oh my god. My kids are just as bad as my other half. Like, Lex is like, she can fart on command. I believe that. My youngest... Cassie, she, uh, she's dramatic about it. She wants everyone to know she's doing it. Like, and then, and then there's Justin. He just sits there. Oh, he just does it. He just does it. He is, he, he's not shy about doing that. Hmm. I, I'm not surprised. Yep. Nope. Oh, boy. I mean, there's no reason to be embarrassed by it. It's just a natural bodily function that if we didn't do we'd feel horrible that's true mm-hmm. very true that's a good life lesson fart don't hold that shit in <laughs> yeah it just travels up to your brain and that's how you have brain farts, <laughs> brain farts. <laughs> oh my lord maybe i need to fart more maybe that's my problem I can't believe I just said that. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry, people. This is why I hang out with her. Well, and it's, it's not like I haven't warned you guys. I have said I'm weird on several occasions throughout this podcast. She's weird, weird, but not creepy weird. Oh, I can be creepy weird. I just, I, I, I keep that shit to myself. Keep unless that. I'm really comfortable with somebody. Your other half just gets to see it in your kids. Uh, and some of my coworkers. Yeah. You have at some points, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. So is Melissa. Oh, for, of course, Melissa. Yeah. She's seen, she has seen a lot of you. She has seen my insides. <laughs> we discussed that. She, she has seen me inside and out. <laughs> Melissa birthed her baby. Well, yeah, she was there for it. Because Justin... Helped her birth her Justin, baby. Justin, yeah, Justin couldn't do it. He, he would have been on the floor and in yeah. the way. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, Melissa was all over it. Well, wasn't that her job? Yeah, she was um, training to be a doula. That's cool. Yeah. And we were her first doula experience. So. And now she doesn't do it. No. Coinkitting? Uh, she got, she got pregnant with, with twins. twins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pregnant with twins. And I remember when she told me, because she was laughing and crying. <laughs> And I asked her, are you laughing because you're like, yay, my life is so weird now? Or 
Are you laughing because you're happy and excited? Are you crying because you're happy and excited? Are you crying because you're terrified and you want to jump off a cliff right now? Like All the above? Everything all at once? She's like, yeah, that. <laughs> I remember when I met her, it was at Cassie's first birthday. When mm. Cassie was scared of her rainbow cake. Oh, yeah, her smash cake. But only after she blew the candle out. She was fine with it while the candle was lit. Oh, yeah. It wasn't until after when she blew out the candle she and it was different. Why are kids so weird? <laughs> I don't know, but I swear to God, you have weird kids. I have weird I think We all, have some of the weirdest kids. My in the day world. today, my experience with the millions of sixth grade, all kids are weird. Yes, yes, they are. And especially sixth grade. I remember some of the shit that I'd overhear while I was in sixth grade. It was yeah. fucking weird. Yeah. Like, it didn't make sense. None of it was logical. No. It was just kids. It's like because that's shit. like when they like start learning like more adult like like mm-hmm. things, but they're still kids. So it's just like an odd combo of the two. It doesn't always make sense, but it's it's there. It's they like said when, it, and you're now you're thinking, about how the fuck? They're did like they older that? toddlers. Yes, it's like they evolve and then they devolve. Yeah, and then eventually, by the time maybe they're twenty five, yeah. <laughs> There's a, there's a small blip up in the middle or somewhere where they think they're Sometimes. a fucking adult. Yeah. Sometimes. You know, kids are kids are weird. They, uh, yeah. Well, like my kids say on a regular basis, both of them have said it without saying it to each other. So it's just, I think it's meant to be. Both of them on several occasions have said, well, mom, I was born to be weird. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I like that. We There needs to be more weird. But yeah. like funny they're weird. themselves. Not creepy weird. weird like Robert Hansen. But like, they funny don't word. hide themselves, and it's those people that you know aren't gonna be your next door neighbor serial killer, your friendly yeah. neighborhood serial killer. See, if I had to pick one of my neighbors to be a serial killer, I have two that could do that, and the one is creepy Andrea down the street. She, should I say crazy Andrea? She's fucking nuts. But at the same time, she's just so odd and so weird. Wouldn't mm-hmm. put me past her yeah. to, to kill people in her basement. Granted, she's really old and she'd have to drag them down with her like chair lift that goes down the stairs to the basement. But hey, whatever. Yeah. Whatever works. Maybe right? she poisoned them with a pie, acting like a sweet old granny on the block. I'll bet you some pies. I mean, a crazy old batshit crazy one, but, you know, one nonetheless. I don't know if I have any serial killer type neighbors. The other one's too loud. Yeah, the ones are just the teenagers are messed up. I remember the year I lived next to Santa Claus. Huh. I'm not saying this as I'm high. Um, <laughs> back when Justin and I first got together, we lived in Red Deer. And we lived in, it was like those row houses style of place. <coughs> I had taken my oldest to uh, the mall around Christmas. So the mall Santa's there. She got to see mall Santa. Uh, we go do some shopping and stuff and we're coming home and my neighbor pulls up in his car at the same time. I've never seen him before. I just knew he was there, drove an older style car or whatever. So that was kind of cool. We're getting out of my car and I pull Lex out just as he gets out. He's still in his Santa suit. This is the mall Santa. He lived next door to us and Lex just, her mind just blown. She's like, Santa? Are you our neighbor? <laughs> and he was, he jumped right back into character. He was like, Aww. oh yeah, whatever. He was, oh my God. She could not stop telling people how much she was so excited because Santa lived next door when he wasn't Everybody up in North Pole. She was crazy. 
a lot of people are like, oh, kids are kids. And I'm like, no, seriously, the mall Santa is our neighbor. <laughs> How would you guys get out of that one? Like, out of that which part? Like, when he wasn't Santa anymore. We never saw him again. So for all I know, maybe he is the real fucking maybe Santa. Maybe he's Santa. I mean, that's how was, it works. You'd think. You see him once and never again. Well, and they were that they were always so quiet on that side. The other neighbors on the other side sucked, but that he, Santa. But yeah, I never did see him ever again after that. But his car was always there, though. He was probably just more careful. Maybe. Who knows? Could you imagine? You'd have to like dodge children like in that situation. Why come home in your Santa? Well, probably because he didn't want to change at the mall. Because then that'd be weird. Could you imagine being a little kid going to the bathroom and you see Santa going to a like, stall and come They have employee change rooms. Do they? Oh yeah, they'd have something. Maybe. Yeah, I would assume they have employee bathrooms. They would have something where they could change. If anybody at Parkland Mall knows the deal on how Santas change in and out of suits, let us know. <laughs> we we ask the real questions here. <laughs> the important ones. Yeah, because, I mean, that's going to plague my brain anytime I see Santa. I'm all Santa now. I'm going to wonder. Christmas time, we're just going to have to ask them. <laughs> That'd be awesome. We should go get Santa photos. You, me, Melissa. We should. Let's do it. Good idea. It'd be weird. And we'll get, like, we'll have, like, maybe some little stuffed pot leaves or something. Make Santa be like, hey. Stuffed pot leaves and beavers. Yeah, maybe a beaver. We'll see how relevant the beaver is come Christmas. And then she can say, Linnea, stop my beaver. Jesus Christ. No. <laughs> no, nobody needs to say that. <sighs> I still got to make this one, though. What do I know? I don't have a penis. Right? Well, that's a good thing. I don't know. It could be fun. Maybe. I don't know. We'd have to try all the things with them, of course. Of course. It'd be like guys if they all of a sudden had boobs. They'd be like... Right? You guarantee they'd be staring at themselves in the mirror. <laughs> they never leave the house. <laughs> Or if they did, they'd be, like, driving to work, grabbing a boob. You look over. You're, <laughs> like, trying to make them bounce like those strippers do with the pasties that oh. attaches. <laughs> the no, I've oh. never been to a strip club ever in my life. No, no, on no. many occasions. Nope, not ever. Doesn't make me. Truly never, ever. You've never at all, no. not women, not guys. My sister worked at the strippers and loafers too, but I, I uh, only went in after hours to go get her. Oh, but she was just a shooter girl, so. Oh, that's not even really a stripper stripper. She basically wore nothing. Yeah, that's true. But, but at least she didn't have to dance and flip her hula on stage. Not on stage. That's fair. <laughs> I guess. I guess shooter girls can do whatever they want. Yeah. No, it, no, it, it seemed like an interesting place to work. Well, I always went because, A, hey, it's fine. It's whatever. But also because that was an easier place to get loonies than at the bank sometimes because the bank was a lot further from my apartment. Yeah. And so I'd bring in like, what is it, 50 bucks? 50 bucks would get you two rolls of loonies, wouldn't it? Loonies are one dollar coins for those yeah. who are not in Canada. Yeah, because twenty five. It's twenty five dollars for. Yeah. A roll, so I bring in fifty bucks. I get one roll, 
for my laundry. The other role, I would go play games in Gyno Row. Oh. Yeah. I would be the one throwing the loonies into the jug that's flipping in between her thighs <laughs> up by her cooch. <laughs> so I could get a magnet or a poster. Oh, boy. It was fun. It was fun. Sounds like fun. Yeah, and I never had to buy my own drinks. Oh, no. Because usually I was with, well, I was always with the guys there. Yeah. And they would usually buy my drinks, so it was nice, though. You got your laundry money? You played some games? I even had had one lap dance there. Nice. My first and only lap dance from a woman. From a woman. That'd be awkward. It was, not gonna lie, hot. But the thing is, like, you know, you're told, don't touch the dancers. Well, you know what she does? She literally grabs my head, sticks my face into <laughs> her titties, and makes me motorboat her tits. Oh my gosh. And I'm I, the whole time I'm like, oh my god, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing this. Because I'm like, I'm not touching her. Like, my hands are back here. When I lived in Lawbridge, I cleaned for a stripper. I didn't know that she was a stripper. Yeah. Because, like, her house was really nice. Like, she didn't just didn't put off those vibes. Yeah. Like, she could, she seemed like a kindergarten teacher. But no, like, she was just... Cassie's best friend. Her mom's a dancer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Which is awesome. I, like, I loved hanging out with her, and she was... She's a great person. She's one of those no-judge. I was so hungover, because I got beyond white girl wasted at my staff Christmas party. And I had a play date for Cassie and her kid the next day. <laughs> I dragged my ass over there. I puked in her toilet multiple times. Like, oh my god. I was so... And you know what? The whole time she's like, you know what? Let's try this hangover cure because she knows them all. Yeah. Because well, yeah. it's the industry, right? So. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. It's awesome. She has a pole in her one spare room there. So people who, like Robert, think that strippers and sex workers aren't people. They're fucking awesome people. Some of them are really great. I mean, yeah, there's the odd one out there that's kind of a everybody has their issues but yeah but for the most part any of the ones i've actually sat and talked with are really interesting people yeah they're just like anybody else yep they just make money a different way exactly and they make money they can mm-hmm. that's for sure yep yeah you get on those t- tours and those circuits and stuff and work it out and stuff plus yeah. if you work your clients too Cause Are you just doing like? Yeah, I guess you're not doing. You gotta look up into the, the history of Chippendales. Oh. It's brutal. Is it? Yeah. I've never actually. Cause isn't there? Is that a movie or a series? That's on, and it's I, about that. I think it's a new series. I never watched that. I listened to podcasts about it. I'll have to listen. It's brutal. It wasn't it's a lot of dark stuff to make it where it was or is. I today, would imagine. But, well, cause I mean. It's technically in the sex work category, and back when those things would have started, it wasn't the greatest area of employment to be in. Well, it wasn't even just that. It was, like, the owners that started it. Mm -hmm. The, like, one one got killed by the... Like, you gotta look more... It's been a while, but, like, it's not the whole... It's dark. Huh. I'm really gonna have to... Maybe that's... Because I've been looking for something new to kind of listen to while I'm doing my puzzles. Yeah. So... Usually I'll pick like there I have I'm going through all the X Files, yeah. series again, um, and then I was doing Criminal Minds, but now that season's done for now. There's only ten episodes, and I left you on a major cliffhanger. It's not fair, but yeah. So I'll usually flip between something, something, and something. Which one? What? The top one. 
<laughs> are you guys discussing giraffe farts? Is yeah. that just random? Or did you talk about... Okay. No, he asked me how things were going. I'm like, good, we're, I think we might be almost done. Yeah. And no, we're not discussing giraffe farts. Where does he get giraffe farts from? Just <laughs> random? Um, we're very random people. Giraffe farts. <laughs> it's because... I wonder what one today. sounds like now His that daughter's here, and we asked her giraffes fart, and she said, what? And he's like, Emma says giraffes don't fart. <laughs> well, I imagine they fart. Well, of they course eat they a lot do. Of fart, <laughs> uh, eat, eat a lot of fiber. <laughs> I wonder what one sounds like, though. I know what Luna, <laughs> like my, my great Dane, I know what her sound like, so if she ever goes into a downward dog position, don't be behind her. She doesn't always do it, but when she does it, it's not nice. Probably really smelling. Not always. Sometimes no. it's just air, but when it does smell, it's it's gross. I usually kick her outside. It's like if the kids fart and it's really stinky. I'm like, go try and poop. Like, go poop. So he, I do the same with the dog. He says that the giraffes grew their neck really long so they could get away from their farts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they evolved because they couldn't handle the smell. Really, I they guess. just looked like horses that were spotted, and now they're like. Big, tall, lanky farters. Yeah. It's not, you know, a survival, let's eat top of trees thing. No, it's farts. No, it's survival because they didn't want to gas themselves. Yeah, I guess it is a survival thing. Just a different type of survival. Yeah. Anyway. That's funny. But yeah, so with that, that's uh, Robert Hansen. And again, if you kind of want to see that movie, it's on Amazon Prime. And it's called The Frozen Ground. I think it was out in 2013. Right around I didn't there. Look when I'm pretty sure now. the year was 2013. It, yeah. And it's got Nicolas Cage. Pre, pre, crazy Nicolas Cage. Because didn't he go, yeah. I don't know. I He's always kind of been a little odd. I still like him though as an actor. Yeah. Not as crazy as some who think he's like hot. My sister thought he was so hot. Like, really? Long cruise over him. Oh my I God. I don't get it. I, I'll never, I'll never. There's a lot of her choices in life that I was just like, huh, that one's one of them. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. I grew up with a kid who was obsessed with Nicholas Cage. It was a guy. But he admired him as an actor. And he, it actually inspired him to work in the film industry. Really? And he does now. Nice. I think he lives in Calgary, actually. But yeah, I only remember him is talking about Nicolas Cage this, Nicolas Cage that, Nick Cage, Nick Cage, Nick Cage the whole time. That would drive me crazy. We thought he was kind of weird. Like serial killer obsession? No, not not that kind of weird. Just kind of weird. Like, dude, there's other things you could obsess about. Like, boys mostly at that point were like, ooh, titties. He was Nick Cage. <laughs> huh. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I wonder what his movies are about. I don't know. Um... I'll, I'll tell you what his name is. We'll look it up after. I, I don't want to yeah, of course. get him into anything without a heads up or whatever. But yeah, so that's Getting High with True Crime. Uh, Robert Hansen, the butcher baker of Alaska. And yeah, that's it. Absolute so, monster. Yeah, absolute disgusting excuse for a human being. Yeah. But yeah, so. Uh, Till next time that I come around. Smoke one if you got one. Mm, Bye now. Bye. <laughs>